Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Well, hello there, internet peeps. How are you doing today? Dusty with the YouTube Creators Hub. This is episode number 17. 17, I can't believe it. Getting oh so close to that big 2-0 mark you know make milestones when you can right anyways guys i would like to do a little bit of house cleaning today before getting into the interview section of the show which i am so excited about we had a great guest this week uh so first off don't forget to give us a call on our phone line to ask questions if you have those i'll put that down in the show notes down below also don't forget to hit us up on twitter if you have a question you can do that over there as well also introducing this week i am offering youtube consulting so if that's something that interests you uh, i'm offering my services you can go to the website i'm offering my services to help you uh, one-on-one with your channel whatever problems you may be having or if you want to grow your channel, I am offering YouTube consulting. Don't forget to support us on over on Patreon. I do uh, channel evaluations over there, as well as you just being able to donate a couple bucks a month to help this show continue on, which from the download numbers and, and the feedback that I've been getting, I think you guys like the show and the content that we bring here. And I think it's valuable. I think you guys are creating some great stuff. And today I want to talk a little bit about content. And people ask me all the time, well, I don't have this special camera or my voice sounds horrible on a microphone. Guys, all of that is untrue. You need to get those myths out of your mind. You need to take a step onto the ice and don't worry, it's not going to break. And what I mean by that is start recording videos. We all have these little things called smartphones in our pockets. For the most part, we all do. Whether it be an iPhone or an Android or a Windows phone, whatever it is, the cameras on those phones, it's unprecedented how amazing those cameras are. Get that phone out, turn the camera around like you're taking a selfie and just record. Record your thoughts. Because even if it's been done before, you have a different take on it. You have your own unique personality that can really stand out and make your videos shine and make them stand apart from all of the other noise that's out on YouTube. And what I always want to encourage you guys to do is if you've got a voice, if you've got a message you want to spread, never be afraid. Never let anyone push you down to where you don't feel comfortable on the microphone, on the camera, because if you guys have something, a message you want to share and it's valuable, guys, do it. Stop waiting. Stop waiting around. It's so inexpensive to get into creating videos and you can do it well. You can worry about all of the production stuff later. Just start creating content and you can always improve upon something. It's always easier to improve than it is to start. Remember that when you're creating your YouTube channel. So guys, without any further ado, Let's jump in to the interview. Today, I am joined by Todd Deering from the SSL Family Dad YouTube channel. It's been on YouTube for over two years now. The channel's all about living sustainably and doing things yourself, all about saving money and getting back to your roots. Todd, how are you doing today? Doing awesome, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I'm so excited to chat about your channel and some YouTube stuff today. Again, welcome to the interview portion of the show, guys, if you're listening to us. So, Todd, let's go ahead and find out a little more about you and your YouTube channel. So go ahead and expound upon that bio that I just mentioned at the top there. Yeah, so we've uh, we've been around for about two years. I was just looking at that. It's been over, over a little over two years now. Um, got into YouTube and uh, 
really just wanted to kind of start to give back and share some of the things that, that we knew or that I knew specifically, you know, my family and me, um, because we used it so much. Um, and it just kind of took off. We, we started getting into a lot of sustainability and DIY stuff. And um, I just started sharing all the different things that we did here. And um, it actually, you know, kind of grew and became quite popular. So here we are. Nice. So as far as your YouTube channel specifically, I know you do a lot of other stuff online. Maybe uh, speak a little bit about what your channel is about and what you guys try to do over on the SSL Family Dad channel. Yeah, so we've, uh, you know, I guess it all started, I guess, two years ago. My wife actually had lost her job and um, our income was cut almost in half. And so we really started thinking about how can we do more ourselves, you know, make more food at home, um, you know, less eating out, um, you know, fixing things ourselves and doing things ourselves and using the internet resources and YouTube and things like that to uh, learn as much as we could. Um, and it just kind of snowballed, you know, we started uh, eating better, we started, uh, um, you know, just doing all of our own things and auto repair and home repairs and gardening and um, gosh, you name it, we got into aquaponics and, you know, indoor aquaponics and um, just about anything you can think of that, that a guy would do <laughs> uh, at his house, we, we started doing here. Um, and uh, we really found some great ways to save money and, um, you know, our lifestyle has completely changed. And so the YouTube channel and everything is really just about sharing that journey that we've been on. Um, we're totally different people than we were, you know, two, three years ago. Uh, and so it's pretty cool to to kind of see that journey. And a lot of the videos that you do on your channel are a lot of like DIY videos, tutorial videos on how to do this to save money or do this to cut back on a certain area of your life. Can you explain a little bit of how you're using your YouTube channel and your YouTube videos to maybe create a business out of this? Uh, as you've already mentioned, you guys are saving money by doing these things, but how has YouTube you know, become a business for you and how are you using it? Uh, and like what I always like to say is, you know, the internet, you have an internet tree and there's different branches. And how are you using YouTube as that YouTube branch to kind of make this a business for you and your family? Yeah, you know, YouTube has become this go-to resource for everyone around the world to learn how to do things. And everyone I talk to knows about YouTube. They know about, you know, hey, this broke on my car. The first place they're going to go is they're going to look on YouTube. So everybody knows how to do something. Um, and uh, some people know how to do a lot of things. And you you can share anything that you know how to do, even if there's already people out there that may have already done it. You might be able to do it a little differently. You might be able to explain a little better. You might be able to do it a little bit better. And, uh, you know, that, that translates into views. That translates into oh, ad revenue. That translates into, I mean, gosh, just YouTube alone is a great resource, but that can branch out to, you know, instructables and, and websites and all these other things you can do just by sharing what you know. Um, and again, I, I, people, I think a lot of times think, well, other people have already done videos on that. Other people have already shown, you know, how to change a tire. Um, you know what, you might be able to do it a lot better. So uh, I would always encourage somebody to, to put the video out there and share what they know no matter what. That's awesome. Now, are you using any other outlets online in unison with your YouTube channel to keep people kind of in your ecosystem and consuming your content? You know, the more and more I learn about things, um, YouTube and Google, the whole Google ecosystem, you know, we, we have a blog spot or a, or a blog as well. 
And uh, that that is also a great landing pad. We try to do as many avenues as we can, Pinterest and all the social media sites. And uh, we do Instructables sometimes. And we do we have an actual website, you know, articles that we put out that goes to every video. So we try to kind of get our fingers out there in as many places as we can so that people can find us and find our content. Um, but mainly YouTube is the main source of content for us. And is the main way that you're monetizing your content right now, Todd, is the main way of you doing that with the Google AdSense program just by running ads on your videos? It is. And YouTube is by far the largest uh, portion of how we, you know, um, monetize. Um, But we also do Amazon Associates, which is another program that I think couples right along with um, DIY stuff and really anything. Um, the Amazon Associates program is an excellent way to uh, add extra revenue for things that people are doing anyway. You don't have to sell anything. It's just things that people are already going to look at because they're watching your content. So let's talk about that for a second. How are you structuring that? If there's someone who is wanting to know, can I put Amazon affiliate links in my video description or what's the best way to go about doing that? Can you maybe talk about that a little more of how you're using the Amazon Associates program to bring in a little income for your channel? Yeah, this honestly, this is probably one of my most passionate things because the Amazon Associates program is is just absolutely awesome. The way they structure it, and I've worked with a lot of other associate programs, um, Best Buy and Home Depot and Lowe's and, uh, and Ace Hardware and a lot of other ones. They have programs that they work with. The Amazon program is awesome. Uh, basically what we do is let's say I do a video on, uh, I'll give an example. I, I did a video on how to change the, the struts on our, our uh, vehicle, our Chevy Traverse. Um, I, I bought all the equipment I needed and all the parts on Amazon. Uh, then I did the video and I talked about, you know, that, that uh, those products were available on Amazon and it was actually the cheapest price I found. I only put the links in the description of that video and then I also do a, a, a accompanying blog article or a website article that has links to those products that I used. And uh, just just that one product alone has been, you know, a huge source of clicks. And uh, basically the Amazon Associates program, once you get someone to click on one of your, your links, they go and check out that, that product. Maybe they just want to see how much it costs. Well, if they buy anything else on Amazon within 24 hours, you get a portion of that of credit for that for that sale. And so even if you don't, even if they choose not to buy the the product that you were talking about, um, you still get credit for anything they buy on Amazon. Absolutely. And I've used the Amazon Associates program for years now, and I I recommend it so much because there's so much value to it, not only for you, obviously, for getting a little revenue from it when you're listing those links, but most of the time, Amazon has the best and cheapest price. And also, if you're trying to get something to your house quick, Amazon, in my experience, is a great way to do that. Uh, Amazon, for me, is where I do a lot of my shopping as well as my family. And uh, they're just such a great avenue to have to purchase something. And if you're a creator out there and you have video gear, like a lot of the top YouTubers will post down below Amazon links. And all of those links are affiliate links. So when you go there and click on like the camera that one of your favorite YouTubers uses and you buy something on Amazon within 24 hours, they get a little kickback from that. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. And Todd, I talk about this a lot on this show. You know, there's nothing wrong with you getting compensated for the amount of time you're spending to create the videos you're creating. You don't need to feel bad for receiving some type of monetary value for the content you're creating. Not everything has to be created. Now, you want to create a lot of great free stuff, but on top of that, you cannot feel bad for not for providing your audience with value by those, you know, 
direct links in your description to go to Amazon to buy the stuff that they're probably going to need anyways. So it's a win-win for both sides. So I completely uh, ditto what Todd says there and think that Amazon Associates is a great thing to use in tandem with your YouTube channel. Now, I will give you some pointers on that. You don't want to post you know, 20, 30 Amazon links in your video description. Don't do that. That looks a little spammy and, and it looks a little weird when people go and look at your videos and it comes off as kind of like you're money hungry, I guess, and you're posting all those links. That's the only reason why you're doing it. You want the links to not only help you but to bring value to the person who's watching that video. And if they don't do both of those things, then there's no need to post the links. Don't just post random Amazon links to get people to click and then possibly buy something from Amazon. That's not how the program is supposed to work. You're supposed to get them to Amazon by bringing them valuable links to products that they may be needing because of the content they're consuming of yours. Now, Todd, what is what is something that you wish someone told you when you first started out on YouTube? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, uh, the Amazon Associates is one thing that that I probably would say, you know, for for a long time, you know, when I first started, I was putting links to all these things I was talking about in all of my videos to Amazon anyway, but I didn't know that there was an associate program where, you know, there there was some type of a, a credit share for that. Um, the other thing, you know, in YouTube, I think I found through research and through people like you and other uh, um, creators who have shared what they know, um, I found, you know, the importance of thumbnails on videos, the importance of uh, using the description to uh, really put a lot of search words and a lot of uh, um, content in that description box to get your videos noticed. Um, I've learned a lot about how to really, um, I guess you could say, optimize, you know, what the content you have out there to help people find it. And I wish I would have learned that earlier. There are specific things that you can do to help your videos rank in search, and you just mentioned a couple of those. What are some specific techniques that you have used and you have found to be successful for the types of videos that you're creating on YouTube? Honestly, I think thumbnails is probably one of the easiest things that people can can do you know, fairly inexpensively. Um, I use a, a, a service called PicMonkey. It's a website that's free and uh, you can do very minimal video editing and make little pictures and clip things together and stuff like that. Uh, but thumbnails are super important because they draw attention to your video uh, before anything else. Because we visually look at things before we read things, uh, thumbnails are just so important. I mean, I've changed a thumbnail on one of my videos and, you know, the view count will double, you know, it reaches more people just by changing that, that thumbnail, same content, same title, same everything else. And so I found that that makes a huge impact on, uh, on, uh, you know, people finding your content. A what a lot of what I tell people about thumbnails is that it's the face of your video. You know, it's what people see when they're scrolling through. So if someone searches for how to install whatever it may be, and there's a hundred videos about it, and there's six or seven on that front page, the one they're going to click on is going to be obviously the one that the thumbnail sticks out to them. That's just the way that it is. And if Todd's doing a DIY video or a tutorial video or whatever he's creating on his channel, there's going to be a ton of videos about that topic, probably with similar titles in the video. But what's going to make 
his videos stand out is going to be that thumbnail. So it's extremely important to create really eye-catching thumbnails. And people ask me all the time, well, I don't have that feature. Well, you should because everybody should have the custom thumbnail feature now. And if you don't, you need to go and verify your YouTube channel. And I've got a video on how to do that, and I'll put that in the show notes. So if you do not have that feature, you just need to verify your YouTube channel, and you can put custom thumbnails on all of your videos. I recommend it. And something, Todd, that maybe you can help me out by promoting this as well. If you have older videos who, you know, which do not have custom thumbnails on it, you can always go back and change those thumbnails and reinvigorate the maybe traffic that those older videos are getting, especially if you're creating evergreen content like what Todd does, like what I do. You know, if you're creating content that's like related to the news and current events, it may not work as well. But if you're creating evergreen content, which is content that lasts for an extended amount of time, always go back and tweak those thumbnails because like Todd said, it may, you know, reinvigorate that video and it may jump up and search. It may have been dormant for years, but now it's going to be exciting new video because of the thumbnail you put on it. You don't want your content to be hid behind an ugly, you know, thumbnail. You want it to be behind a great-looking, clean-looking thumbnail. And like like Todd said, PicMonkey is a great place to do it. You can do it at Canva. I use Photoshop because I use the suite of Adobe apps. There's a, a plethora of options out there for you to use when creating your thumbnails. So I would definitely agree with what Todd is saying there. Now, on the back of that question, Todd, and talking about PicMonkey, as we've already mentioned, are there any other YouTube tools, say hardware, software, online resources that you use on a daily basis in creating your content that you'd like to recommend to our audience? Honestly, when we started this channel, um, you know, and, and started creating content, you could call it, um, we had a very, very, very limited budget. And so almost everything that I have used for the last two, two and a half years has been free or extremely cheap. In fact, I've only recently paid for an actual video video editing program. Um, I have been very, very low budget. Um, and so honestly, PicMonkey is is one of the, the ones that we mentioned. Um, I personally use Cyberlink uh, PowerDirector as far as editing goes, but for the first year and a half, I used Windows Movie Maker. Um, and a lot of people cringe when I say that, uh, that I use that. But you can do pretty decent video uh, video compilations and things like that with that program. Um, and so if you're just getting started, don't think you have to go buy all these things. You can use your cell phone and you can use, you know, um, iMovie or Movie Maker, which are totally free. And there's others as well to uh, put videos together that are very decent in quality. Absolutely. People think sometimes that creating videos for YouTube has to be this thing to where you go out and buy thousands of dollars worth of equipment and things like that, but that's not the way that it has to be. So with that being said, let's move on to the next question. If you could give one piece, just only one piece of advice to emerging YouTubers, what would that be? I would say this, don't ever be afraid to put content up on YouTube. Um, I don't, even if you think that, you know, you don't know how to do video good enough, you don't have good enough equipment. Um, and I'll tell a quick story. Uh, I was out in my yard. We do, uh, you know, chickens. We have chickens at our little suburban homestead here. And uh, I had just got the chicken coop built. And we just, this was our first time ever having chickens. We'd had them for like six months or so. And I was just out in the yard thinking, man, these things are really cool. It's cool to have these. And we get eggs every day. This is awesome. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot a quick video just talking about what I, what I think of, you know, having chickens. And I titled the video, uh, Backyard Chickens, Is It Really Worth It? 
it was a horrible video. Honestly, it, it was windy outside. I didn't have a good microphone. There was a lot of wind noise in it. I had to cut a lot of it out. Um, I was going back and forth on whether I should even put this this video up. You know, I just thought, man, this isn't that good. I posted the video, and to this day, that was almost two years ago. Uh, to this day, that's my second most viewed video. Uh, you know, by t- by time watched, um, almost every week around this time of year. Uh, and it, and it was good content. You know, people enjoyed hearing what I had to say, even though the video wasn't great. So don't ever be afraid to just put something up there, speak your mind. You know, show what you know. Um, and, uh, if it flops, it flops, but, uh, you know, the opportunity to share should always be, um, should always be given. What do you think it took for you to take that step and cross over the line and put yourself out there? Cause a lot of times I hear from my audience and on my YouTube channel, people are saying a lot of the times, well, you know, I don't have a good voice or, you know, I don't think I look good on camera or I don't know how to do this. What did it take for you? What was that final straw that helped you get over that gap and start creating the content that you're creating now? That's funny because those are all the same concerns that I had. You know, I started doing my first couple of videos. I wasn't in them at all. You know, I did just video of what I was talking about and I did them all in like one clip because I didn't even know how to edit two video clips together Um, and for my cell phone, you know, at that. So you don't have to, you know, know how to do a lot. You don't have to, uh, um, to be a professional for sure. Um, but I honestly, there's a lot of people that inspired me. I, I watched a lot of other videos and if you go around on YouTube and look at the things you're interested in, you'll see a lot of very low quality, very, you know, amateur videos out there that have great content that have, you know, a million views and have a, a lot of people enjoyed those, that content. So again, that should be inspiration to you. And if you if you look at my channel, I have a lot of very amateur videos when I first started, and even today sometimes that uh, that are I think have good content. So content is is king and is most important. And if you have something worthwhile to share with people, uh, you know people will watch it. And sometimes it's interesting to, and you just brought that up, it's interesting to go back to your older content and see how far you've come. If you, you can go to your yeah. YouTube videos and, and you know sort them by oldest to newest and see some of your older videos, and it's amazing when I do that on my channel to see the production value that I've added, the amount of knowledge that I've gained from six, seven years of doing this this thing of creating videos. And it's, it's fun to go back and say, you know what, I'm improving. I'm doing something not only that makes a difference and that's what it's about right it's about creating videos especially like your channel Todd you know you're making a difference you're helping families be able to do things on a budget and that's making a difference and that's what I tell people if you've got a passion if you've got a voice that you want to get heard like Todd did when he created his channel two years ago don't worry about the production value of the videos we can do that at a later date but guys don't forget, you can go out there, get an inexpensive camera, get some free editing software, and start producing video because as Todd just mentioned, content is king. And if you have good content that's valuable, that people want to watch, I promise you, you will be able to have a successful and growing YouTube channel. Now, for you, Todd, what do you think are your strengths and weaknesses when it comes to creating online video content? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good question. I think that probably ties into you know, what we're talking about. Um, 
I think probably one of my strengths is that, or strengths is that uh, the content and the things that I've been able to do and create here on our Simple Suburban Homestead have been popular. You know, they're, they're things that people are interested in. Um, I really try to do a lot of research and come up with unique ideas, something that's different than anything else I've seen. Um, for instance, I did like a wood burning pool heater and other things that um, not a lot of other people had done. Uh, I think one of my weaknesses, honestly, just like we were talking about, is I'm not very uh, creative. And so it's a struggle for me to um, really make a story out of uh, uh, out of the content I'm creating. And so that's something I've I've learned a whole lot about. And I find myself actually kind of watching a lot of other people now and how they're editing, how they're splicing things together, you know how they're fading and music coming in all these different things and trying to get better with that. And so that's been a struggle for me. Um, the content I don't think has been a struggle. I think the, the trying to get, you know, learn more about, uh, um, making the content look a little better has been my, my biggest struggle. Right. Presentation. And I always tell people that's such good advice. What you just said, go look at people that you enjoy watching and see what they're doing. The people that are doing it well, I mean, it's free and it's out there. Just go to their channel, see how they're doing it. And then see if you can imitate that. I mean, you don't want to copy them, but you want to go and, you know, people are, you know, they have successful channels out there. There's nothing wrong with going and watching what they're doing and trying to, uh, you know, imitate that with the content that you're creating. You know, go out there and see what those people are doing and what tools they're using. And, you know, you may find something that works better for you than what you're doing now. So, Todd, lastly, what is next for your YouTube channel? Where do you see your channel going in the future? Oh, gosh, you know, it's just been, uh, the last year has been absolutely crazy with the amount of um, um, support we've gotten and, and followers and uh, the social media stuff has been getting big. Um, I think I would like to, we're really trying to branch out. I'd like to do more um, interviews and do a little bit of traveling and going around and seeing uh, how other people are um, doing the same types of things that we're doing, um, bringing other content creators into our channel and, and kind of creating creating more of a community. Um, but uh, the sky's the limit. I mean, there's, there's so much that uh, we have to do here and we have to share. Uh, I have like 52 projects lined up for this summer, which I'll only get to probably five of. Um, and so we're just going to keep trucking along here and, uh, you know, continually learning and getting better and, and just sharing what we have and what we know. Keep building that community. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, the follow-up to that is where do you see YouTube going as a medium, as a platform in the future? What do you think two, three, five years from now, what is YouTube going to look like? You know, there's always there's always a lot of speculation about this. And I hear people, you know, the whole YouTube red uh, introduction of the, the subscription service and other things. And people people, I think, sometimes are worried, like, where is you know, what, what happens if YouTube, you know, disintegrates or something? And I can honestly say I just I don't see that happening. Uh, YouTube is here to stay. It will be part of of our lives. Um, you can tell by how much the youth and the younger generation uses it. Um, it will do nothing but grow. Every year, uh, in the next five years, I think we're going to see even more amazing growth with, uh, with how much people enjoy and watch YouTube and use it as in place of regular TV content. And so I see a, a, a lot of growth still with YouTube. So if there's someone out there right now listening to this saying, you know, it's too late. It's too late to start a channel. You know, YouTube has been established for over 10 years now. There's no, there's no way I can get through all of the noise. What would you say to that person? Honestly, that there's just not true. There are so many people 
even now you can look that have YouTube channels that are under a year old that are just doing amazingly well. Uh, and don't be discouraged when you start to share content if you're not, you don't have a million views in your first year or your first six months. It takes, sometimes it takes building a channel, it takes time, um, but it's not too late. Everybody has a unique perspective. There are infinite numbers of um, unique ways to, to do the same thing and share the same thing, even if it's already been done. Um, and, uh, you know, people will, people want that content. So um, get out there, shoot a video, put it on YouTube and start moving forward. I could not agree more. So Todd, if there's someone out there wanting to get in touch with you on the internet, how can they do that? Uh, well, I mean, obviously you can check us out on YouTube. SSL Family Dad uh, is the YouTube channel. Um, you can always email us at sslfamily5 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear you know anything, and I, love, I don't mind answering questions to anybody who has them. Um, and of course, message right through YouTube is probably one of the best ways to, to get a hold of us. Fantastic. Todd, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you taking out time from your busy schedule to be on the show. And I really do appreciate it. And we'll talk to you later. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.